No. We had a men's forum. It was amazing. Everybody and their daddy showed up. It was so full, we could not do the circle thing that we normally do. We had to leave. Okay, yeah, we are streaming. We're good, I think. Don't yell at me. No, no, I'm, t- I'm yelling at Oh. It was hard on the black man in America. <laughs> I wore it first. I wore it first. <laughs> you wore it first? I came out of the house first. Uh, are we on? Good morning. Welcome to church. No phone calls today, but you can go to the chat line, and uh, James will answer, will um, respond to your questions and things. Thank you for being with me, and thank you all for coming, too. It's amazing to see everybody. So, how's everyone doing uh, as a result of the election? Amazing? Yeah? Delightful? Yes. Not worried. Not worried? Amazing. That's a man of faith. Why are you not worried? Oh, hold on a minute. Uh, I'm not worried because the election hasn't been called yet officially. There's still hope, and I'm going to keep the hope until I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep the hope until they actually declare Joe Biden the winner. So is Satan trying to make you worry about it, though? No. Is he like, oh, it's over now? No. No? Not He's not all. even talking to you? Well, he talks, but I don't listen. Oh, nice. Yeah. Anybody worried about the outcome? Oh, No. So you think that he's going to be elected, re-elected? Yes, sir. I, I, I believe he will. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Any Dad, questions for me? Sure, I got a ton of questions for you. Okay. That's a mic. Hold on, buddy. <laughs> um, so, you know, this is my wife right here. That's your wife? Yes, sir. <laughs> your wife is black? I knew I... <laughs> <laughs> She black. Wow, she black. Yeah. I uh, never would have imagined he had a white, a black wife, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we we actually have three boys. Uh, this is my stepdaughter, actually. Right on. So, um, but now uh, my question would be, um, how you doing, wife? I'm great. Are you married to a white man? <laughs> do, do your mama know it? Does she? Does your mama know? In Texas. Are you from Texas? Yes, sir. Wow. Came all the way here for you. Thank you. Thank you all for coming. I appreciate that. But go ahead. I'm just mad. <clears throat> so for the most part, so for the most part, uh, everything goes going pretty good with her. You know, she stays at home. I work. She nice. takes care of the kids. Um, there, there's times that, you know, I ask her to do things and, you know, I get complaints. I get attitude. Feel like sometimes you get for marrying a black woman. I, I know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I take it as disrespect a lot of times, and, and I, to be honest with you, um, one of the things I've asked her to do recently in the last two, three years is go forgive her mother, and she won't do it. She's afraid. I, I mean, I understand, but I told her I would 
be there for her. I've actually sought out your help to to give her a good answer, and and you know she just won't go do it. She's afraid. But the thing about it is that she doesn't realize is that when she doesn't do as I ask, or or she complains, it uh, it's uh, it's hard on me. You know, it takes a toll on me. I don't let her see it, but it takes a toll on me because I know my kids are seeing it. Uh. <clears throat> and uh, so, I guess my question is is I'm not telling her to go forgive her mother. I can't make her do it, but she's disrespecting me by not going to do it and not following her husband. And maybe you can help her out with that. Is that true? Kind of. Kind of. Do you need to forgive your mother? Yes, I need to go in person and forgive her. And so why won't you do it? I just, I guess, haven't had the time to go. Lies. (laughs) <laughs> what are lies? <laughs> she had plenty and of so time. So, are you you afraid to face her? Am I right? Well, I'm not actually afraid to like now at this point in my life. I'm not afraid. Right. When I was younger, yeah. probably I was. And why were you afraid of her when you were younger? Because of her reaction. Yeah. Are you? Does she live down the street from you? No, like and, a, over an hour away. Can you Facetime her? I, well, she doesn't have FaceTime. I can Skype her. Well, Skype, yeah. Yeah. What do you do about Skype? I could. Yeah, yeah. You want to be looking at her when you talk to her, so you can get your courage back. So, if possible, do it by Skype if you don't want to go over there. But it's so important that you do it so you can overcome the anger, and that way you don't pass it down to the children. But if you don't overcome it, you won't be able to help yourself. You'll recreate them in your image. You'll be impatient with your daughter and your son. Is your mother impatient with you at times? Uh, See, that's not good. What? (laughs) So you must be born again. You got to overcome the anger. And the way you do it is by forgiving forgiving your mother. And then, uh, <laughs> and then return to your father. Forgive him for not protecting you from your mother. Then you'll pass down love to your kids. You will be patient and everything. It'll be amazing. I understand. Will you do it by FaceTime at least? I can do it by FaceTime. Yeah. I, I really, really recommend it because your husband is right. It, it's harder when a person has anger to deal with them, but if you overcome it, then it'll be one. You and your husband, God in Christ, Christ and man, man over woman, woman over children, and it'll work perfectly. Any doubt about that? No. Okay. Any que- I agree. Oh, okay. Any questions about it? Uh, no. No? I follow it pretty much while well, I listen to you, so I know... Like it's God, has my wife, yeah. and then pass now to the children yeah. about forgiving and all that. Well, go face your mother. You can do it by Skype or FaceTime. Okay. FaceTime. All right? Okay. You feel better now? <laughs> we'll see when she goes and does it. So. <laughs> but uh, you still have to be totally patient. Yes, sir. You can't let her get to you at all. No, and I'm not. And uh, to be honest with you about... Two, three months ago, uh, we were having the same exact conversation, and uh, she, we're in a car, and she says, well, you know, 
for the last two to three years, you know, I, I, I feel better. I've done better. And I looked at her and I said, well, that's because I've been doing better. Right. You know, that's kind of around the same time I found you. And I started, you know, being patient. And, yeah. and I forgave my mother. And things have gotten better personally for me. That's and right. it's, it's trickled down to her. And I, and I reminded her of that. I reminded you know, I changed, so therefore you've had a better time. Yeah. What's she going to do it now? It's hard to face a black mama. <laughs> oh, I know. And especially hers. Well, they'll slap your head off. <laughs> or stab you. <laughs> so, but you got to do it so that the family can work. All right? Yeah, I understand. Okay. Any other questions about anything? Well, uh, <laughs> on, on another topic, um, you know, I struggle, I struggle with my weight. And uh, I've tried to call you about this before, but I haven't been able to get through um, since about 25, my, my mom controlled me with food. Yeah. And uh, since about 25, I've lost weight maybe six times, gained it back six times. And now I'm back to, you know, I've gained all this weight. And, I mean, I can't seem to get a grip on it. Are you doing a silent prayer? Uh, no. What's up on that? What the? <laughs> <clears throat> Why not? I've, I've done it before. And um, when, when I sit in silence, my mind races. Right. I know, I know who it is. I know what it is. But a part of me doesn't want to deal with it because if I just sit in a dark room and, and try to be still, I, I would never go to sleep. I would never do anything. I just my mind would just constantly race and put different scenarios in my head. And it's just it's like constantly attacking me. And I know it's Satan, but uh, so what I do is I, I typically turn on a TV or put on a radio or something, something that keeps my mind focused on something else, so my mind doesn't race and then I can relax. But if I'm just sitting and trying to be still, I can't relax. But that's the whole purpose of doing it, so that God can calm you down and bring you out of your, your imagination. Eventually, it won't happen like that anymore. Okay. So that's why he wants you to be still and to observe the real you, observing and not you. Right. So you should do it, man. Yes, sir. And then you'll, get, you'll overcome that. Okay. And then life will start for you. Are you working out now? No, um, I have a very. So physical. you don't do the side of the prayer. You don't work out. You just eat. <laughs> For the most part, huh? <laughs> water burgers. They don't. They ain't got that here. What's a water burger? It's it's like an In and Out burger. Oh, yeah, but but much better. Much better. <laughs> You, uh, do the silent prayer so you can overcome the conflict. He'll take it away from you. Right. You know, uh, That's why he say pray without ceasing. We should always be aware. Yeah. Always be aware of his mindset. Right. You know, uh, and uh, another thing, too, that I've learned from you is I don't try to judge myself for it. I, I see it happening. And, but and you still see you got to be praying, though. Okay. So that God can renew your mind. Okay. Because if you're not silent with him, it can't work. You're racing with Satan. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Yeah, you got to do the silent prayer. I will. I'll do it. No human being can change it. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. I'll do it. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> and then you should start running and walk every morning or something, mm-hmm. and you start burning the fat. Okay. And you would develop control over the food. Okay. It'll happen. Yeah. All right. Yes, sir. Okay. Nice, man. Anybody else? So I was uh, in the valley yesterday, and uh, I was, you know, on my way from the valley, I stopped at the stop sign there, and there were cars coming this way and this way. I had to make a left turn, and so the people were walking across in front of me, 
and there was a Mexican woman with, her, I guess, her child, another person, and behind there was an older white man walking, you know, just casually walking across the street, and we were waiting for the lights to change. And some black guy went up to him and ran up out of nowhere and just knocked him out in the street. And, and I'm like, what the? And so everybody was like stunned because he came out. It looked like he was in his 20s. He just came out of nowhere and knocked the guy out. And so I drove around and turned around to go help him. And the black guy was gone, so I asked the white guy, did he need a ride or something? But he was calling someone to come help him. And I asked, well, what happened? He said he didn't know that this guy just came and knocked him out. He, didn't, he was not expecting it. He came from behind him and just knocked him out. And his nose was bleeding, and it looked like he was about 60-something, give or take. And, but that's how things are now, because these people have been allowed to get away with knocking white people out, the knockout game and all that. And uh, it's, it's, it's rough out there. And white people got to start, you guys got to start standing up at some point. Because this guy had no reason for doing that. Other than he hate white people. You know what I mean? So y'all got to wake up. What did y'all think about that? It was weird seeing it. I've seen it on TV news. I've seen it on, online. But I, it, was, it was weird seeing it in person. Being right in front of my car, knocked the guy out and took off. That's evil. Y'all got to stand up. You know what I mean? Yeah? No? Y'all don't want to? <laughs> yes, sir. This is, that's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing about these stories, and I think that what people need to be aware Right. No, we just need to be aware at all times. When you're aware of your surroundings, you've got a better possibility of knowing. Maybe you see a shadow coming up behind you. Oh, somebody's coming up behind me. You, know, you wouldn't have any reason to think someone's going to hit me, but now we know. Well, strange things are happening. Yeah. A similar thing happened to a friend of mine, actually. He got assaulted in a bar. He was just walking up to the bar, and these guys just attacked him out of nowhere. And he, he lost, he lost an eye, his sight in one eye. He lost what? His sight in one eye. Really? And so then, then I also think, well, if, if everyone else is aware as well, then you've got a better possibility of being able to catch the people who are doing this, right? Yeah, that's right. If you're, if you're watching out for it, maybe you see that happen and you've got the chance to stick your foot out and trip the guy, right? I would also have some form of weapon on me or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would have some kind of way to get him. Yeah, I just bought a big mag light, you know, the big flashlights, about that big. You bought one? Yeah, 20, about 20 inches long from, uh, uh, for the people online. <laughs> big big mag light. Uh, yeah, because you can't carry a, if you carry a baseball bat around with you and you don't have a, a bull and a mitt, then you're carrying an offensive weapon, right? You can have spray, what do you call that stuff? Uh, a mace. A mace, yeah. yeah. Have something like that at uh -huh. least. But be aware, though. That's the most important thing. Yes, Victoria. Uh, what is your recommendation for women? Because I've already run into like at least three or four people that are telling me they're super happy about what has happened. And my gut instinct is to tell them, no, that's like you're in hell. 
But I would have to go into such a long explanation, and it could lead to a big argument. So my question is for women. I don't, I'm not concerned because I know the men will take care of what they need to do. But for women, how should we approach that? Approach what now? The, the, um, the tension that's happening right now. Because I have felt it over the last few days because where I live is, you know, you Liberal. live in the hood? No. I mean, it might as I well be. Yeah, you move. No, I'm not in the hood, but. <laughs> Try to be serious here. <laughs> no, I don't live in the hood, but um, it might as well be because it's the same energy. And there's this weird, like, um, everybody's feeling vindicated right now. And I'm like, but that's not, like, why are you feeling that way? It makes absolutely no sense. So you want to know how to respond to them? Yeah, because they automatically give them think. give the finger. No, you said that before. I told you, I do not give the finger. But, hey. but my. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? Do it real fast. No, but the thing is, they. I'm, <laughs> I'm running into a lot of people, male and female, and they assume because of how I look. I understand. I probably look like a Biden supporter or like I'm supposed to be behind Kamala, but I'm not. I'm like, I see the sham. Like, don't put me in that bucket. But like I said, because people are really holding on to this, they identify with what happened, you know, yesterday or the day before or whatever. Well, it's not over yet. And that's so the thing. Say, like, hey, they don't... It's not over. Calm down. Because okay. my family members were calling me. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody was just... Rubbing it in, right? Yeah, they took the first opportunity. So I'm like, yeah. it's not over. Right. It's still happening. Uh-huh. Uh, so just say, hey, it's not over. But don't take it personally. They're having mm-hmm. fun right now. Yeah, and I'm but starting... But the last laugh will be on them. That's what it feels like will yeah. happen, because everybody's so sure of what has happened. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it, that, it's so clear that that's not the end, but everybody thinks it is. Yeah. So I just found myself feeling worried because I thought if everybody around me is this blind, I, I don't know what the next, like, what it's what tomorrow's going to look like because they're so happy and they're so boisterous about it. Yeah, but don't worry about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Just live today. And tomorrow will take care of itself. And just let them know it's not over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But let them enjoy themselves while they can. Mm-hmm. And then... Once the announcement is made, they can start burning again. That's and what's going to happen. <laughs> and I just it's have one more, one more thing to say because I've noticed that, like, the conservatives have been so calm about this whole thing. They haven't burned anything. Yeah. And nobody has, is calling that out. Nobody is calling out the obvious, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like. Who are, who's really to blame with, about all the violence? But anyway, I don't want to get political. But I. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, but don't don't worry about it. God is with us, and we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Really, just stay out of your head. Mm-hmm. That's why it's good to deal with little things in your own personal life, mm-hmm. so that when big things happen, you'll be ready for it. Mm-hmm. You got to start keeping your eyes on yourself, so you can deal with little things, because as you grow, big things will happen. And you will be ready for it. Just relax and let things happen. All right? Um, who had it? Oh, right here, then there, there. Okay. So, Jesse? Um, so, I just had a comment. It's not yes. a question. It's about, um, like, the, the news yesterday when I heard it. 
I was like, wow, this is the first time after being born again that I see clearly, like, what the media is doing. Yeah. What these devils are doing. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's nice to be able to see. Yeah, I was it's like. amazing. I was like, what the, they, they really trying to play this right now. Yeah. But was also uh, crazy is that, and it doesn't worry me. I'm like, it is what it is. Uh, is that so many people believe the lie? I'm like, wow. But it's a spiritual warfare. Yeah, no, I, I so totally agree. The children of God can see what's going on, but and He'll take care of us. But the children of the lie cannot see. You know, they don't want to yeah. see. So just let them suffer. But yeah. you're blessed that you can see. Yeah, I'm like, uh, wow, I see it clearly. Yeah. Okay, um, let me take one it, more thing. One yeah. more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yesterday I went to the MAGA rally uh, in Beverly Hills, and uh, I was wearing my "Stop Having Sex Out of Wedlock" hoodie. <laughs> and uh, so many people took pictures. They're like, "Wow, wow, that's so great!" Let me take a picture. Yeah. Some people were like, "I agree with it, but yeah. it's so hard." And I'm like, and then uh, I was talking to this couple and. I actually went up to him because he looked so familiar. I thought I had seen him at church, but I don't know where I had seen him from. Right. Uh, and then I was talking to him, and I was, and uh, and then we got into the conversation of. I told him I'm like, well, he he told me, you know, that that's a that's a cool like statement or opinion, but it's hard. And I was, and then he was a Christian as well. Yeah. So I told him I'm like, it's not hard when you're born again because yeah. your perf- your spirit is perfect. Yeah. So you you don't do those same mistakes. Like God takes those away from you. And he's like, no, that's not true because of the flesh. The flesh is sinful. I'm like, that's not true. The Christians act like the flesh walk around and just does his own thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. I told him. I told him. It's I'm the a, flesh. Exactly. I was like, I told him I'm, I'm a spirit, you know. Yeah. I'm a spirit in a body, so I'm perfect. And he's like, no. And and I told him, it says it in the Bible. It says It says that if you claim that you're of God, yet you still sin, you're not of God. The truth is not in you. Yeah. You're a liar. And then I I had heard you say it, and I agree with you. I, I know you'll never lead me wrong. So I, I, I was repeating it. But I hadn't went and read it because I'm not like a big Bible thumper. Um, but it's okay to read the Bible. Yeah, I know. You know, pick it up, open it up, read it, put it away. Exactly. And don't so, let Satan interpret it for you. I agree. Oh, okay. I do that, but, you know, there's times I just, I don't read it. I, yeah. I just go my way, my day. Yeah, I'm like that, too. Yeah. Joel like that, because we black. Yeah, I think, I think I got a little black in me. Black people don't read. <laughs> do Mexicans read? Some Mexicans. I never see. Oh, they do? <laughs> black and brown. <laughs> black and brown. But, but so I told him that. I'm like, I told him that. that he, and he's like, No. It's not in the Bible. And, and his wife or whoever it was, they ganged up on me like, no, I don't say that. And then I'm like, it threw me off guard. I'm like, wow, maybe it doesn't. Because I didn't know for myself if it right. did or not. Yeah. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to go home and I'm going to read it. And then I read it and it said it. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, now I know for sure. That's right. And it is in the Bible. But for some reason, they don't read it. Or if they read it, they interpret it to mean something else. Yeah. Because they say, oh, no, it doesn't mean that. Yeah. And uh, like, okay, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and like, I had read, it was, it's in 1 John, right? 
and I had read something that said, man, I don't have the verse on me, but in chapter 2, I think verse 4, it said, if if you're a Christian and you claim that you don't sin, you're not of God. But then, what I actually read, I kept reading, and then it said what I was trying to tell the people, which is, um, if you're of God and you claim you still sin, the truth ain't in you. Right. So I saw a contradiction there. You're a liar and the truth is not in you because yeah. Christ came and uh, to, you know, overdo. And I, and I want to answer, I got a Bible question related to that. Yeah. But it says that if anyone says they're of God and they sin, the truth is not in them. For this reason, Christ came. That you might not sin, something like that. Yeah. And if you do sin, you're of your father, the devil. Yeah. But they, when they read that, for some reason, well, for Satan reason, they get something else because they've been taught a lie. Um. Oh, what what I want to add is that while I was reading, since the Bible wasn't confirming it for me, I was kind of like. I was shocked. I was like, damn, is Jesse a liar? Did you say damn? Yeah. What the? <laughs> millennial all the way. One thing about millennials disease, it doesn't matter if you're in church. <laughs> Go ahead. So I was, I, was, I was shocked, you know, and I was like, is Jesse a liar? Um, what's going on? Like, I was, my thoughts were telling me, like, man, it's not true. But then I, I also calmed down and I was like, man, even if it don't say it in the Bible, I know it for myself. Like, right. I'm, I'm going to, you know, That's keep right. seeking God within and I'm going to ask and he'll reveal that to me. Because I don't want to just believe it because it's in the Bible either. That's right. So, but it does say it in the Bible. Right. But I'm just. Yeah, only believe it when you see it for yourself. That's right. And which I do. So it's amazing. Amazing. But that's all. Did you find it? That scripture you're talking about? Yeah. What, where is it? It's what he said, First John 2. Let it have a mic. It says, whoever says I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Yes, sir. Did you have your hand? I don't know. Oh, no. Right here and then here. Okay. So um, regarding to what um, she was saying, Victoria was saying, um, so this weekend I posted some things in my Instagram that were about, like, fraud in the election, the fraud, the fraud that has been in the elections, um, that my friends has, like, say, hey, please share these. My ballots are not being counted. Please check your ballots and stuff like that. And scientific research about, you know, probabilities of um, uh, probabilities, right, about the, the changing of the, le- the glitching of the system or whatever. Yeah. So I was just putting that, and I didn't even put anything about I'm a Trump supporter. I didn't put anything about nothing. I just put that. I just put the truth, and I say, hey, please, uh, let's think for ourselves and check this out, right? Yeah. And then a lot of people were attacking me. Like, the next day I received, like, 10 text messages, like, insulting me, telling me that I was this or I was that. And I, at the beginning I laughed because I was like, because when I was putting that thing, I was feeling so, like, like, oh, like, I was putting it in a nice way, but I was like, 
oh, I can't believe this is happening, like irritated, you know, like I was putting in, in an irritated energy, right. right? So when I woke up, the 10 people attacking me, right? And then I, wor- I used to work with this girl with, in a web design, and then she was like, oh, I didn't know you were a Trump supporter. Um, I'm, I don't really want to work with you anymore because you're a Trump supporter. And I was like, what? Like, and I got to be real. Like, I, it did really, like, take a toll on me. You know, like, it did so really. So she didn't want to work with you on your job anymore? No. So I'm a freelancer. I can't work, oh, okay. like, like contract. Right. You know, so I work with her, like, as a freelancer. We don't have any contract, you know, because right. I'm, you know. Okay, I got you. And, and she, we were working, we are working on a website. I already did almost all of her website, all of her design. And we were just going to retouch it here and there, you know. But she doesn't even want to do that anymore. Which Did is she gonna pay be... you already? Yeah, she paid me oh, already. Because no, I had, because I had, because <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling that it was like God was keep telling me, "Oh, ask her before. Ask her the money right now, yeah. like a week ago." And I said, "No, can you please give me the money?" She like, and she was like, "Oh yeah." She didn't know I was a Trump supporter, I guess. And and then, but I had to be sincere. It took a toll on me, and I feel super. Why? I don't know what it is. It's just over like. It was friends of mine, too, like, insulting me and telling me those things, you know, um, being like, oh, you're this, you're that. And I was like, I'm not even talking about Trump. Like, I didn't react to it. I didn't, like, say anything to them. Um, I just were like, you know, I'm not even talking to Trump. This is what, what I think is happening because there's truth in here, and this is the proof, and that's it. But it took a toll on me, and I feel like I'm, like, drained, you know. I feel yeah. like a weird drain. What kind of toll did it take on you? I don't know. I don't know if I'm It drained you of your energy? It drained out my energy. Yeah. yeah. It drained out my energy. I feel like drained. I'm like, like, I feel irritable. When, when, when people tell me anything, I feel like I have to put my guard up now. You know, yeah. like, hey, don't say that. Like, or, or even with him, like, like, we we're talking yesterday night and I was like, like, I, I snapped at him. Quick. Did you yell at your husband? No, I didn't yell. I was just snapping. You snapped? Yeah, I snapped. Like, isn't a snap a, shut up. No, I didn't say shut up. I was more like, we were talking about something, and I think he was talking about his own thing, yeah. you know, and I was just, like, venting. So when did this happen? This happened three days, during three days, just three days. Three days ago? So, yeah, so when the election was. So it happened three days no, it, ago. No, it happens during the three days. So okay. it's been happening during the progression of three But when did this person tell you days. this? What? When did this person tell you that? Um, Yesterday. And it still bothering you today? It. Yeah, it's drained. It's like, I can't believe how, why people is like this. This is so yeah. ignorant. I you know? love that. He want to tell you why it's bothering you today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do. <laughs> so someone didn't want to work with her anymore because she support Trump. And she overreacted. Now she's drained and yelling at her husband. <laughs> and so um, what would you say to her you walking down the road and she ran into you and say sir you look like a son of God help me what would you say to her I would say that um, first of all don't put so much emphasis on what people think about you uh, because it doesn't really matter know what the truth is. You, you said you know that you're speaking the truth, so if you know that you're speaking the truth, just have faith that you're speaking the truth and kind of disregard everything else, I would say. Um, and, and he's right about that? Uh, yes, ma'am. Well, I just yeah. have a comment. I wanted to add. About that? No. 
Oh, okay. We talked about this somewhat in the men's form. Is that be glad that that happened to you because your ego was hurt. It overreacted to what someone else think about you. And it made you think I'm losing something. I'm going to lose money. I'm going to lose this. And so be glad that that happened so you could overcome that. Because God, children, is in this world, but not controlled by the world at all. Uh, your enemy, when they come after you, they try to take something away from you in order to control you. But if you love what's right with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else, you can't love yourself, you can't love your children, you can't love your husband more than what's right. And that way, when the world come at you, they can't get to you because you love what's right. God is your father. They can't, can't make you overreact like that. So that, that lady relationship with you is too important. So be glad that it happened. And, and I am in no, a... No, you're not. I am... No, no, no. no you're not. I'm not finished. So I am kind of like thinking like... Oh, I yeah. Like, <laughs> I am glad. No. I am but kind of like thinking... It's so that you could o- overcome all things. Yeah. You can't even care about your reputation. Yeah. You can't love anything but God. And that way the world will not be able to control you. Love God with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. And so your enemy gives you a chance to see what's important to you so that you can overcome it. He doesn't realize that, but that's what's happening. But I'm thinking about what Victoria said about, like, women, because we are more... Well, it's the same thing that men would do. you got to overcome the evil. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like I, still, I, I do believe that that's the right thing. But I still has like it has like a drain thing on me, and I don't know why. Because you overreacted. Yeah, that's why. Because I'm giving it too much importance. You judge the person that did that to you too. Yes, so I you did a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a and lot. We cannot. And judge. I'm. <laughs> and yeah. We cannot judge our enemies or anyone. Yeah. So stop overreacting. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yes, night and day. Stop overreacting. And even when I was doing the silent prayer, it was like I couldn't do it right because right. all those thoughts were like. Saint had you. You overreacted. It were coming so strong, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was like, "I, I, I, I was like, I wanted to end. I wanted to end. Like I just wanted to end. Like it was like I just. Beta. Yeah. And I was like, I "Oh my gosh!" I just wanted to end. No, no, not, no, no, not no, that. No. Like the you thoughts. You want to be able to endure all things. Yes. You, you do, and you will. Yeah. Did you tell your husband what happened? Yeah, I did. And what did he suggest for you? He didn't suggest anything. Oh, he wasn't able to help you? No, because I didn't ask for help. I was just venting kind of thing. Uh, he didn't tell you to calm down. You need to overreact. I mean, overcome this. No, because when I was telling it to him, I was telling it in a different way. I was telling it more like I wasn't overreacting in, yet in there. I didn't even knew was taking any energy okay. from me. I knew be- when we were having the conversation and we begin having an argument because I begin taking what he was saying to me the wrong way. But the, I want you all to notice, right? Because I used to be a beta, beta. I, have the, I used to put a little sign on me that says, wimpy, wimp, wimp, here. Me. And God has changed me in ways that I never imagined. He had taken away all my fears, all my worries, all of that stuff been taken away. And I don't know when it left, but it's been taken away. 
And so when challenges come, you are solid and you're ready for them. And that's why he said, be in the world, but not of it. He will take all that away, but you got to allow things to happen so you can see what's important to you and overcome it. Yeah. It's so all ego. What, what I was saying is um, I knew I overreacted, I guess, when I was talking to him about it, like right. venting, <clears throat> not in a negative way. I was venting more like, oh, I'm glad I'm putting the truth. And I like, I'm glad, yeah, I got burned for it. But that's what it says. Okay, I was saying that to him, right? And then he was just trying to tell me other things. But don't be wishing that it's over real fast. Yes, you I know. Ask, you know, ask God to let you endure what you have to go through. Because you got to go through it. Yeah. And you got to learn how to take pain, men and women. No pain, no gain. You got to overcome the ego. But it was good for me to post whatever I need, I wanted to post. Yeah, you have the right to do that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because I was thinking maybe I shouldn't have posted. it matter what others think. Yeah, because I was thinking maybe I shouldn't have posted anything, because Greater. I'm a woman, <laughs> and no. I'm not going to take, I don't know, I was just thinking God's that daughters too. are tough as well. Yeah. Because he loves you guys with the same love he loves us. It's not different. Yeah. He just like that order if you're going to get married and all that. Yeah, because that's what I think Democrats do. They Well, they try to, like, and shame us and tell us that we're this or that if we speak the truth. But they're you know? doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. They are supposed to rob, steal, and kill. That's who their father is, Satan, rob, steal, and kill, right? So his children represent him. And just know you're in a spiritual battle and that Satan children are doing what they're supposed to do, whether it's your family member your so-called friends or whomever. And just relax and live it. Yeah, right? I'm trying. <clears throat> and one last thing, the next time that that happens, don't, don't want it to all, you know, all of a sudden go away. Just calm down. Allow yourself to go through it, and you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be done with I'm it. I'm trying to do that. Like, it's just, I'm, I feel like sometimes, that's what I'm saying, it was like a progression of three days, because I feel like sometimes I'm in peace, and I'm not thinking about it, and then it comes again. And another attack comes. And then I feel like, okay. Well, that's so it's nice. Like up and not, up and down. You, know? you need to watch that and relax, though. Yeah. It's not a negative. Yeah. And I felt like I need to don't judge myself, too, because I feel like what? don't judge myself either. Right. Because I feel that's like right. when we got the argument, I was judging myself, you know. I was like, damn, I got an argument. And then, and then, <laughs> like, I know, I know, I know. And Amazing. then I, I catch I catch myself and I was like, I'm not going to judge myself. I'm just going to sleep today and that's it. Tomorrow's a new day. And then... Next time yeah. when you overreact, just calm down and allow the thoughts to happen. Allow yourself to feel the pain from the thought. And God will take care of it. You keep doing what you're doing yeah. in front of you. It'll be fine. All right? Okay, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Over here first. With the beer, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to comment on what, what Victoria was saying about the people uh, having a party. It's like a big fake fiesta. So and what now? It's a big fake fiesta. A party. Big fake party, right? Uh, fiesta. A fiesta. Party. It's sorry, a, start over again. Okay. <laughs> Vic, Victoria was commenting about the, you know, the, the celebration, right? We're not in Europe. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Do apologize. Okay, so no, the, the celebration, right? Everyone having a party. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday evening we were driving uh, and uh, saw some people outside uh, like a bar or something all standing like, look, look like they're having a party. And Christina said, oh, is that, 
oh, it's these people celebrating the Biden thing. And we noticed they all had these headset, these earpieces in with like a light, like a blue look, like a sci-fi thing. Everyone had these earpieces in. And we see that they're like dancing and stuff. And like, oh, okay. So in order to not make noise outside, they give everyone a headset so they can all listen to the same music. What? Yeah. But, yeah. And this was in yeah. America? So you don't, yeah. And you don't feel the music. You just, everyone hears the same. I don't know how they then talk to each other or what, but... That was what it looked like, right? And maybe it had something to do with Biden or not, but it was just so, like, wow, that, it's just so fake, right? The whole thing is... Were they dancing? Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, we saw like, people dancing. But you and couldn't chanting. hear any music. Didn't hear any music. And they all had these blue light headset things yeah. in, their, in their ear, right? Yeah. They look like bionic people. And oh, the Associated Press right now, when you will watch on YouTube or whatever, it says AP has announced the election. The Associated Press doesn't decide who becomes the president. Right. So that's fake, right? Yeah. But everyone just think, okay, well, we'll just act like Joe Biden has won. Joe Biden acts like he's won. The press acts like he's won. The whole party acts like he's won. And then maybe it'll become real, right? And everyone's like, yeah, Biden's my president. I'm so happy. How are you going to be happy about Biden being president? That's fake. You know that's fake. It's a- <laughs> well, he's one of them, though. It's fine. Right. Really. I'm just saying the so whole thing. That's why they're happy. Yeah. And I'm seeing fakeness on the right as well, yeah. because now I'm seeing a lot of my uh, friends, conservative Christian friends, are acting all black-pilled. Oh, we won. It's over. They, they killed us, right? Uh, you said they uh, acted oh, black? Huh? Did you say they acted black? Black-pilled. Oh, amazing. Black-pilled oh. means like they, they, oh. they took the despair drug. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. Uh, well, that's what's happened. Be glad to see all this, all right? Don't be upset. Be happy to see it. Yes. You're really fortunate that you can see what's going on. All right. Let me take this young man. And then here. Yes. That's amazing, though, man. Millennial with those things in their ears. Yes. Uh, how are you doing, sir? All is well. So, is this your first time? No, no, sir. Oh, okay. No. I just want to say that uh, not only they should do a recount on the states that uh, are battleground, but like states like California and New York as well. Because, for example, in New York, you got the uh, police chief, you know, endorsing Trump, and that actually never happened before. Yeah. And then you have, in California, you have Joe Collins, which, which I support Joe Collins. I think they should do a recount with his congressional uh, uh, seat. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, what needs to happen is y'all need to run for office. Really. We need to put in Christians. Into, hold on, guys. Hey, does he know he in a meeting? <laughs> um, oh, we need to put take him out and, and put in Christians so we can bring those values back, real Christians. Yeah, so I, that's what needs to happen. Yeah, I, I do agree. And yeah. um, like some of the measures that also passed with California is like. I don't understand why people would want those kind of measures. Right. Like uh, with Measure J, which some of you, if you don't know, is that they're actually going to get th- like 300 to $900 million from the Sheriff's Department, and they're going to put into co- like community-based organizations that I – it's very vague for what they now said. Now you tell us. <laughs> Where were you before? <laughs> no, I'm messing. Yeah. So I'm like – there needs to be, because with the AP, like the guy said, uh, it was 60% uh, remaining 
uh, with the with the votes. So it's, it's not official yet, like yeah. 100%. So I'm like, what's going on here? Because I voted in person, and all it is is just, you know, touch screen, and the paper comes out, and then you just put the paper back in, right. and it, it's just ridiculous. It was easy, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yes, sir. Um, I had a question about how much... This is your first time? Yeah, it's my first What's time. What's your name? Marvin. Marvin? Yep. Wow, that's my son's name. Oh, yeah? Are you my boy? <laughs> you know, you know, no, yeah, people say, <laughs> my friend said I look like you. <laughs> but, um, wow, yes, <laughs> Marvin. Yeah, but um, I was wondering, how much effort uh, should, I, should I be putting into trying to, like, spread the truth? You know what I mean? Because you, you, you talk to a bunch of people, and they just don't want to hear it. Right. But you, you care about people. You care about the truth. You care about, you know what I mean? You love people. You want them to see the right way. And so it's like, you I don't should know put how much. No effort. No effort? None. So don't argue back and forth. Don't argue. Don't the... try to prove anything. Okay. You become an example and you do right, they'll mm-hmm. see it. Those who are seeking would naturally see it in you. Okay. And those are the ones you can help. Okay. All right. Because only a few are going to find a straight and narrow path. Right. So don't put any effort. Because I see you on the, the radio show going back and forth with people kind of doing it. So then I kind of, you know. Yeah, emu- don't argue with that, no. Unless you just want to have a little fun. Okay, okay. <laughs> you can argue, but, you know, have fun with it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it'll be done. Okay. Yeah, All but right. become a living example. Okay. Well, you, you're from here? No, I'm from Boston. Boston. Yeah, yeah. Any questions for me? Uh, not, I'm blanking right now, so no. But oh, okay. If I think of something, I, I got you. I'm glad you're here, man. Yeah, thank you. Amazing. Sharing. Right here. Um, I just want to make a comment regarding social media. Um kind of similar to what the lady in the back was saying. Um, so I have a teacher Instagram, and I have students that have followed me all these nine years that I've been teaching. And, um, I mean, I'm single, and I don't have anyone. I have a lot of free time. So one of my students was like, oh, you know, you should go live, and I did. And we're just talking. about to shoot the baby. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm just going live and just talking, and my students just come from all different backgrounds. Some of them are just silly and just say, right. think, you know, crazy things in the comments, and I'm, like, reading them, like, and I accidentally said the N-word, and I don't say it, and I'm like, you oh, crap. You said the N-word? Yes, accidentally. Wow. Right, right. I accidentally said it. It really was. <laughs> I don't say it, right? I don't... That, not yeah, even that's in my way out. <laughs> not even my speech is like that, right? So I'm like, okay, guys, can you guys not put that word in in the comment section? So, one of these students that I so I, she accidentally said N word, folks. Right. Sorry. Yeah, that was not my intention. But anyways, um, one of these students that I had probably like three years ago, this this young black girl. She, I think she was in a foster home, and a lot of um, issues she had, very violent, and um, she ended up beating really bad this girl um, in school, and she just completely messed up her face, and um, the administration didn't do anything because they felt bad regarding her background, right? And she didn't even get suspended or anything like that. Um, Some of the parents wanted to sue the, it was a charter school, they wanted to sue the school, but um, they spoke to them. They were, you know, immigrant parents, so they really didn't know that well, so they ended up not doing anything. But anyways, when I said the word, she just went crazy on me. Hold on. Um, Hey. Leroy. 
so cute. <laughs> okay. So she just went crazy on me, call, just calling me out of my name and just even attacking my physical you know, features. And I'm like, why is she being so mean? Um, but I ended up just blocking her. And I felt weird because I am a teacher and I'm supposed to like just be open with everybody, but I ended up blocking her. So um, I ended up her sending her a message this morning saying that, um, hey, I I hope you're doing well. My intention was not to disrespect you, um, you know. So I don't know if it's okay for me to you block my students, she, I guess. Uh, she attacked your physical what? Characteristics, my I'm features. Sorry? My features. Oh, she did? Yeah, she was really mean. Did that hurt your feelings? No, but I'm like... It's mean. Why are you gonna go? Why are you, you gonna do that? But why is it mean? Because you're disrespecting people's image, right? Isn't that mean? You're not supposed to care about that. Okay, so it kind of it kind of relates to what she was saying in not the back, right? Older, right? Really? So be glad that that happened, so you can overcome that. Right. Things are happening, so you can overcome the world. They are not meant to destroy you. Yeah. But if you overreact, they will destroy you. Now, did I over... So be happy about that. Okay. Did I overreact by blocking the... the no, I would have blocked her. Okay, cool. All yeah, right. but your feeling was hurt when she talked about your physical. Yeah, I'm like sad face. That's what I. That's how I responded. Sad what? face. So what? I said sad face. You like have the emoji. <laughs> so that's what I do. I'm like, oh, sad face. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, be glad for these things. Do not be upset about them. They are supposed to be happening so that you can overcome evil with good. Okay. Really. Um, God is with you, and he's taking care of it. Okay. All right? All right, cool. Thank you so, so much. So, yeah. Let them call you whatever they want. Right. They're trying to destroy you. Yeah. They can't help it. Yeah. Be glad for it. Okay. Yeah, because I know the students that actually do follow me or just, you know, build relationships with me, they understand that. I care about them, and I'm even just if they didn't, you still oh, okay. you're blessed. So be, relax, All right. relax, y'all. <laughs> and so even when you use the N word, right? Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Thank yeah. you for. I have but your really, problem. you got to overcome words. You got to overcome what others think about you. You got to overcome word about your money, where you got to eat, what mm. you got. Nothing can be important to you, and God will take care of you. And if you seek the kingdom and do the silent prayer, stay with it. He is renewing your mind. You're becoming a son of God or a daughter. And it's getting easier and easier and easier. Because he'll fight the battle for you. All right? So don't cry when they call your name like that. I didn't cry. I just put sad face, that's all. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. No, you shouldn't put sad face. (laughs) Put happy face. Happy face. Okay. Okay. All right. Count it all joy, joy when yeah. tribulation comes. Right. All right? Thank you, really, Jesse. life is so simple and easy when you're a son or daughter of God. It's real easy. It's mind-blowing. All right? Did you have your hand, Sammy? Yes, I want to comment about this. Okay, there, right here. One more comment about the whole social media lynching that people do. Right. Um, I went through one where I said uh, it was during a... What's that? Christopher Columbus holiday? I said on uh, the page Fools Gone Wild, I said, I said, uh, (laughs) 
I said, I'm glad white people uh, colonize the U.S. Because if not, we will have a bunch of Indians smoking weed and doing ayahuasca. <laughs> and Ooh. so many people got mad. That that page is majority Mexicans and blacks. And uh, they got mad. They attacked me. They found my address. They threatened me that they were going to come. And that was the first time where I experienced that on social media. Yeah. But all I want to say is that it took that one time for me to be like, man, I ain't scared. Yeah, that's right. Um, and now I speak my mind on social media. I don't know about every, anybody else, but it really only takes that one time where you really get, you overreact and then you, you adjust the next time. So Right on. Nice. Keep the faith. Nice. Right here. Nice, Samuel. Yes. Yeah, I just want to also make a comment about just how people are overreacting to the situation and how people are so excited about, at least, like, the people who were against Trump, they're just, like, they feel very vindicated in this time. And I think it's it's strange for me because I'm on the receiving end of texts from family members and from people saying, like, you know, oh, look, look at what's happening. And um, it's just, it's a very strange time. And I think... Um, how does it feel to you to be going through this? I I do feel a little... Uh, I have moments where I feel, you know, just one of the moments that I, I, I felt is the day that the night was a, the, on the, the Tuesday night, I went out with a friend and uh, we were going to go celebrate that Trump was going to win, you know, on the third. And, um, you know, around 11 o'clock, 1130, we kind of looked at each other and started realizing, oh, shoot, this isn't going to go the way we thought it's going to go. And my instinct was to just stay calm. And you know what? Things will, there'll be a course that needs to be passed. And I was with a friend and she started bawling. And I turned around and I said, stop acting like a liberal. <laughs> you know? So, because like in my heart, I was like, just, you know what, this, this, we, we don't know enough yet to really see what, what's going to happen. Have a wait and see attitude about so all I had things. the wait and see attitude. But yeah. then like the next morning in the last few days, kind of like what Linda was talking about, like, I've been on my social media just looking and just seeing, because I'm not one to comment and to be combative, but I'm witnessing just, like, everybody's reaction to this. And it's just, it's so, it's kind of, I guess, draining, too. And I feel sad that we live in a world where, you know, I, I'm sitting next to somebody, you know, if I'm a Trump supporter, they're a Biden supporter, we have completely different stories to tell. Like, the, what I'm saying is not what they're seeing. What they're seeing is not what... I'm seeing it's right. just two different stories, and it's really, it's, it's in my mind, I'm thinking, how is America ever going to come together? Like, how are we ever going to come back and, and be that, that one where we all can at least, and I, and I blame this a lot on, on the media because, you know, what's happening has been a lot constructed by what, what the media has said and the media's narrative. And it's just a really sad time in the sense that America is not united, and it would be nice to have America united, but... We have never, children of God would never unite with the children of the lie. Good and evil does not get along. It's not going to happen. It's just you need good to lead the way in the way they did prior to evil taking over. But they're never going to unite. And then what was it? They said before, they're was taking there over, good? so they're controlling you. But if you take over, then you control them. Okay. But they're never going to unite. It's so not going to happen. When America and you don't was want to unite with evil. So when America was great again, it was because good was taking over. Good was leading the way. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And that's okay. why they destroyed the family. They destroyed men. 
They took God out of the public square because evil was taken over, and that's what happened. So good got to take over. That's the only thing that needs to happen. And the other thing I was that came to me when we were talking about, uh, you know, people hurting your ego, like the ego wants to protect ourselves from, our, ourselves from pain, right? Is that what it sounds like? Yeah, because like? the ego wanna... is of the devil, and it can't handle light. It hurt, but because it made a home in you, it feel like you're hurting, but it's not you. It's the spirit that's in you, and it will be taken away. Okay. Yeah. That's all I have. Are you doing a silent prayer? Yes, every morning, every night. Oh. But I, just like him, and I sit and I do have a lot of thoughts. And I've noticed um, when I started doing the silent prayer, I probably would do about like 30 seconds. And then it grew to like about a minute. And then I notice I'm doing it now up to like three minutes. So you do a silent prayer for 30 seconds? I, I started it. I started it at 30 seconds because I couldn't even <laughs> sit still for 30 seconds. Is, Oh, so you after know? 30 seconds, you get up? Like, I would be, like, already what? wanting to, like, itch. Like, I was counting the seconds. 30 seconds and sit up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and what the? I know, I know. So I relate to him in that. It so just, you, like, do 30 seconds, you're like, I'm done. Yeah, it did. It, it, I started it, yeah. The Lord didn't even have time to catch up with you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But I, I've, I'm at the point. seconds. I could do it for three minutes now. Like, I can a solid three minutes, but it's it's grown from 30 seconds to a minute to two. I can't even imagine three. what 30 seconds look like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and do you feel good about yourself? Uh, oh, Lord, I just pray. No, I, I just, I, I, I you know. Um, so you just like, get up, 30 seconds. <laughs> I know, I. What actually, the? yeah, I do. I guess what you're saying, like you're asking. Yeah, I, I do tend to get up and think, oh, yeah, I just did two minutes. I just did three minutes. And so I just did 30 I worked, seconds. I just did 30 seconds. <laughs> and so you're just like, yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah. Listen, folks, be still and know God. You need more than 30 seconds. Yeah. I do the silent prayer uh, more often throughout the day. I do it like in the morning. I do it then again in the shower. And then during my wake, work at, at work, I do it like a minute or two. Like I do find time all throughout the day to do the silent prayer. So, if you're doing 30 seconds, I can see why. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't, but I, I've gone to <laughs> Get up minutes. in the morning, be still, and know God. Mm -hmm. 30 seconds is not long enough. Yeah. All right? Mm -hmm. And I, what the? I never heard that in my whole life. <laughs> Amazing. Christina, did you know she was doing 30 seconds? Uh, I do. I do three minutes. <laughs> I'm doing it three Amazing. minutes now. I started 30 seconds. Let me take this young lady there, you. Um, so for the two ladies that I heard about the social media thing, um, there was this verse in the Bible that kept coming to mind. It's Matthew 5.10. And it says, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake. That's right. For, there, for theirs is the kingdom, kingdom of heaven. I'm sorry. Um, so this kept coming to mind. Um, as a, When I was young, I uh, listened to this youth leader who would say, like, uh, you're gonna be prosecuted. You're gonna, you're gonna be, um, different and you're gonna stand out from the crowd. Um, and in that, um, you know, people are gonna come to you and Satan is gonna use them to like, you know, try to knock you down and stuff. And so 
for me, um, I'm actually really into political science. That's my major. So um, I'm very outspoken on social media about, you know, what I think um, on a topic of abortion, on topic of um, anything like that. You know, that's just, as a Christian, you can't look away from. And so um, I have a lot of peers on there who, at first, when I didn't post anything about politics, would, you know, talk to me and, like, and over time, like, I've lost a lot of those people on social media. Like, I yeah. honestly, I, I have an account on Instagram that has, like, over 1K followers. So I I don't really look at that. But I've noticed that over over time, it's come down a little bit. Um, and there's people who don't agree with me but still follow me. And so they put up with it because I feel like they see, like, the other side, like, they know what their bias is, but at the same time, they want to hear that other side because they know deep down that sometimes they're being manipulated by the media outlets yeah. and, you know, all of that. So, you know, just it, it's going to resonate to some people. And sometimes there is going to be, you know, that conflictuous um, uh, side of them. And, you know, some of them are going to stand up to you and say, like, you know, this and that. But I think that it's important for us to stand for truth, because if we don't say anything, who's going to speak the truth to them you know yeah, so right. you know even you know god wants us to be prosecuted and if you're not being prosecuted that way or persecuted then you're doing something wrong you know? is this your first time here yeah what's your name miriam miriam speak into the mic for me miriam welcome thank you how did you hear about us uh, my friend brought me <laughs> oh nice any questions about anything um this is definitely different than what i expected when he invited me to church yeah Nice. Um, this yeah. is the real deal. <laughs> yeah, I never expected this. Like, um, I've never been to a church where there's a conversation. Yeah, because the preachers don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and they don't want you to know it. All right? So have you overcome your anger? Uh, Let me know. I <laughs> mean, I mean... I feel like it's a loaded question, so I don't know what the a context. A loaded is. question? Yeah, like I don't know what the context of that question is. So I'm, I would say I don't have anger, because if I had anger, I would act with hate and with um, dishonesty. Like if I didn't love my neighbor, I'd lie to them and say not something that's not truth, and then just so that they wouldn't, you know, react in a bad way or anything like that. And so have you overcome your anger? I'd say yes. And so you have no anger ever at any time? I guess not. So you never get angry? No, I get, I get, I get upset uh, about things, but I don't get angry. I don't... I don't but, but you can't get upset unless you have anger. No, I think you could get upset with anger. How is without that? Anger. With a, how is that? Like when something doesn't work out the way you expected it to work out. And then you're disappointed or you're But if you don't upset. have the spirit of anger within you, how can you get upset? If it's not there, it's been taken away from you, how can you get upset? Uh-huh. What do you mean, how can I get If you don't have it in you, how can you get upset? I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah, smoke on it. Okay. <laughs> and my whole thing is, uh, 
as children of God, what he does when we go and forgive, he forgive us and he take that away from you and you will enter into the kingdom within. You will become his daughter. And so when the world come at you, they can't get to you because that spirit is no longer there. He's taking it away and giving you perfect peace. So when you have to face something, you don't go through anything. Yeah, like uh, maybe when I have conversations that, you know, get heated when people get triggered and stuff, um, I tend to stay really cool. Uh, I think it's a conversation that has to be had between people. Like I've had people come up to me, like friends that I went through entire high school with and then college and then say, oh, well, if you don't support, you know, this and you're not a woman or you're not, um, you don't stand for women and this and that. And then I'm like, you know what? We can have a conversation like this, and yeah. I can give you my opinion, and you can give me yours. And I'm not going to say, like, oh, I hate you. I never want to speak to you again, this and that. And they will always block me. But I am able to overcome that and just say, you know, this is a conversation. We're adults. We can speak, and I don't but, get angry. I, and, and that's good. But you want to have perfect peace so that when things come that you're not ready for, mm-hmm. you'll be ready for it. You won't be surprised by anything. Have you gone and forgiven your mother? Yes. You went to her? I mean, I forgive people on a daily basis, you know? So I think forgiveness... So did you go to your mother and forgive her? Uh, uh, yeah, I've done it before. You went, you went to your mother and forgave her? I live with my mother, so if there's ever anything, we, I forgive her, yeah. But have you gone to your mother and forgiven her? Isn't this fun? Yeah, face to face. Yes. So what did you say to her when you forgave her? Um, if I was, you know. If? No, during, during my teen years, you know, if there, when, they, when, when there was resentment in my heart about, you know, certain rules that she would set or anything like that. Uh, or the lifestyle we had to live as Christian people. Um, I forgave her because I just told her, you know, I think this that you want the best for me and, you know, whatnot. So there was definitely moments where we had those conversations, yes. So when you were a teenager, you used to act out at times? Yes. And so you would go and apologize to her about that? Yeah. All right. Did she tell you, uh, don't worry about it, I recreated you in my image so you're just like me? No. Did you know you were just like her? Yes. Do you want to be like her? No. You said no? Forgive her for doing that to you. Stop. Just say, hey, I'm sorry for resenting you for, uh, you know, when you were impatient, whatever it might, or when you were a Bible thumper, or you tried to make me be a Christian. I'm sorry for resenting you. I realized, no, you couldn't help yourself. You were crazy. And if she say, I'm sorry, it's nice. If she doesn't, it's nice. If she start crying, it's nice. If she fall out and die, it's nice. Just say, oh, mama's dead. I wonder where the insurance. And, and God will forgive you. Don't ask for forgiveness. Because everything that you have done, you could not help yourself. She recreated you in her image. So you got to overcome her and return to your father. Are you close to your father? Yes. I want you to ask him, why did he protect you from your mother? What? 
You want me to ask him why he didn't protect yeah, him? Yeah. Wouldn't you like to know that? Yes. So ask him. Okay. And he's going to say, I couldn't handle her. Your mother crazy. He was married to his mother because you become attracted to what you hate. And so every woman that a man get involved with, if he has not forgiven his mother, is mama. And that's why they become boys and the woman become mama. Because they're attracted to that spirit that's in their mother. And likewise, girls are attracted to weak men like their fathers were. And they control them. What are you thinking? I'm just trying to understand your, you know, way of thinking. Oh, don't try as hard. (laughs) (laughs) You must forgive, and then you will truly become a daughter of God. Because he would take away your mama's ID from you, her identity. You will become yourself, and it will be perfect peace. My mo- my mother was reborn already, so your that mother make- what? My mom, she was reborn already. She's a reborn Christian. So, so see if- how that reborn Christian handled it. Then, when you say I'm sorry for resenting you for what you did to me, if she's truly born again, she'll handle it perfectly. Mm-hmm. But if she's just a Bible thumper, watch out. <laughs> Are you glad you came? Sure, yes. Yeah. <laughs> any questions about that? No, I'm, I'm good. Uh, any, do you disagree with that at all? Yeah, there's a few things I disagree on. Okay, like what, for example? Um, I think I need to understand uh, a lot of your context first, and then I would be able to base my arguments off that. Okay. Um, can you think of one thing you disagree with right now? Um, so when you say that I have to go back and ask um, my mother for forgiveness. No, don't ask for forgiveness. See, about when you're angry at her, you're judging her. You're playing God. Mm-hmm. And we cannot, if we want to know God, we can't play God because we are not God, right? right? But because you were a kid, you couldn't help it then because you were subject to her. Once you overcome that anger, you would never play God again. You will have perfect peace and deal with everything in a perfect way. What so about don't the ask for forgiveness because human beings cannot and will not forgive you. You forgive them and God will forgive you. Okay. Right. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. He said before you enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must forgive. Then you can enter in. The kingdom of heaven is inside of you and above, but you cannot get in if you have one little iota of anger. That's why you must forgive for, for being angry at your parents. Ooh, we have a church, huh? I don't know what you come for, but I came to praise. His... No, I'll mess with you. But think about it, all right? I will. Yeah, I'm glad you came, too. Thank you. Okay. 
Uh, let me take this young man and then give the mic to the man behind you. Yeah, you had your hand, right? I did. Okay, go ahead. Can you hear me? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, my sister, she came to visit me. Uh, well, not visit me. She came to California to hang out with friends. And I, was, I live in the same uh, city, same county, so she saw that as an opportunity to see me. Um, her friends, uh, they are kind of, they're, okay, they are, they're gay. Her friends, her friends are, her, the, the, the friends, they're kind of yeah. gay? They're, they're gay. They're homosexuals. All they're right. gay. And when we, and they, my sister came up here around the time of the election, and today I'm supposed to go see her because she flies out, uh, I believe, tomorrow back to Illinois where, uh, where she lives. And uh, the person that they're staying with, I guess, I guess uh, she's friends with them. He's gay. He lives with his husband um, down off of Sam, off of um, down in West Hollywood. And it's supposed to be like a like a barbecue to celebrate Joe Biden's victory. And I was when my sister first got here, and I first went to uh, meet her at uh, dinner, and uh, she brought. Uh, the gay friend and her girlfriend who came with her. Um, because was, of time, can you go to the point? Okay. I was telling my sister about the whole hierarchy of, of uh, God, yeah. Christ, man, woman, and child, and she didn't agree, agree with me, and I told her, like, I'm like, I'm like Shannon, you are getting your uh, master's degree, you have, you have a child, you're living with our father, if you want to settle down with a man, I mean, don't try to bring a man down to your standards because they're not going to want it. They're not going to want to do it. Trust me. And she's like, oh, I don't agree with that. I'm like, trust me. It's you're not going to be happy if you try. If you're dating a guy, and you try making so them do what you want. Bring it in. So, and I just didn't know like what to tell her after that. So, uh, well, are you going to the barbecue? Yeah, you are going. I am going. And why? Uh, I rarely see my sister at all, and I mean, it's just we grew up together as kids, and I just want—I just wanted to see her. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Have so. fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, the guy in the blue shirt. Sure. Then I gotta get to my biblical question. All right. Yes. Uh, so off what we were talking about a little bit ago. Um, oh, let me say this to you. When something happened, you know how Satan talked to you right away. And you feel something right away. That's the time to be still and overcome. All right. So just when you're going through that, relax and God will take care of it. Let it be. Do what you're doing and he will take care of it. That's how you overcome all this stuff. All right. Okay. So when we were talking about um, basically Christians sort of taking the challenge and fighting and leading right and you know, not succumbing to the craziness that's being pushed on us right now. I, I look at what's been going on, and I'm wondering, how do we do that when 90% or so of our energy is basically just us being on the defensive? Like, you look at Trump in the past, and it's literally since he came down the escalator to announce that he was running, it's, it looks like almost everything, his entire, the majority of his time was spent just defending against impeachment uh, lies, everything. Yeah. How, is that is is that basically what life is supposed to be like? 
for us is because I'm, I'm th- I've been thinking about that a lot lately. That's like, a is good that question. is that literally what our job is? Um, you know, Chris want to respond to that. Uh, yeah, we are in a uh, we have uh, been in a defensive stance for many decades, but. That's because um, many people who say they are conservative or Christians are actually not. And the more we continue to have these types of meetings and the more people continue to wake up, you will notice that we'll start to take more of an offensive stance to these challenges that we face every day. Um, We're just sort of in – we're like in a – we're like at negative 10 right now. And we need to, like, just get to zero uh, to be on the offensive. So if we keep... So he want to know the way Donald Trump has to deal with battle after battle after yeah. battle. For us, is that the way we have to deal with things, right? Are we going to have to go through similar things? Yeah, every day. Uh, it, it will never end. Uh, we have to, we'll have to uh, fight against those types of people. Um, that is just part of the battle. But if you want to see, again, like instead of us just being on the defensive at all times and never gaining gaining any ground or anything like that, uh, we, we just have to continue to uh, focus on yourself, be, be a living example, and you'll start to see that we will uh, start Donald to be more on the a, defensive. In a big way, is a perfect example of what we should become. Be, and that's why you should deal with these little battles in a perfect way so that when the big ones come, you'll be ready for it. And what will happen going through the battles, you will see that God is with you because you will overcome. And, and the children of the lie won't understand it. You know, like, what the, right? But you will overcome in the same way that he is overcoming because he has faith in God. He has no fear. He has perfect love. And so he's able to overcome anything. So if you grow in the spirit like that, you'll be as tough as he is and tougher. Yeah. And it just seems like the, the perfect example of being Christ-like. Yeah. Because that's literally what his life was. That's right. So I, I'm starting to see he that. He never now, doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't care if they say, oh, he's not acting like a president. Right. He's not proper, right? Children of God are not proper. Mm-hmm. They are themselves. They are their own identity, and they are literally being themselves. Right. They are not taught by the world how to act and mm-hmm. how to be, but they are examples for the world to see. I guess just to just to want to add one one more thing. So about, just know that. Yeah. You know. So when you're dealing with stuff at work or whatever, just relax and overcome right. it. That's because that's yeah. I think for me personally, that's like I see all of that. What we just what you just said. Yeah. It's just there are those times where just like it's you kind of look out at all this and like, oh man, is this hopeless? You know. So, but I I totally. It's never hopeless for the children of God. Right. It's really not. Because you have faith. Mm -hmm. So don't worry, we're going to win this battle, and it's not over yet. Just relax and learn from it. That's why I said when Donald Trump ran for president, don't get all into him. But observe him. Have a little space there so you can observe. And that way when people lie on him and all that, you won't turn on him. Because someone can love you so much, but then someone, one little lie will make them switch on you. But if you have a little space there and just observe, 
then you know the real person and you won't switch like that. So always have a little space between everyone. All right? Uh, wow, so many people want to talk. <laughs> let me do this real fast, all right? The, the man in the glasses in the back, the young lady, and then here. Oh, and then there. Oh, amazing. Yes, sir. Okay, so just really quick about Donald Trump. One thing I noticed is that he is not on the defense or offense. What he does is he has a plan. He carries it out. And if he is attacked, he always stands for the truth. So every time that they've come at him, he just stood up for the truth. And he continued with his plan because since he came down the escalator and he's declared that he wanted to be president, that he's running for president, he has carried out his plan. He's been one of the few presidents that has done everything that he promised. And as he's gone forward and they've attacked him, he just said, no, this is the truth, and he kept going. He didn't let that um, deter them. And for me, I look at it as like in standing in the truth, that's what's important, and not to be swayed left or right based upon what's coming at me, yeah. but to stand true to what is right. Yes, sir. That's why I'm urging you, deal with these little things, and you're growing and not realizing it. And then when stuff comes down the road, you're ready for it. All right? Let me talk to the young lady right here. That's really exactly what I wanted to say. And Donald Trump doesn't defend, he never defends himself because you can't defend yourself against a lie That's because right. a lie isn't real. It's a vapor. Yeah. And so if you try to defend yourself against a lie, you're basically agreeing with them that there's something real there. And you I'm can't telling you all, you have a power in you that you don't, can't imagine. And it will defeat the lie. All right? So don't get mad. Relax. Yes, sir. Also, um, you can win a fight just being on the defense. You can do like Muhammad Ali did with George Foreman, and he played the rope-a-dope, and Foreman wore himself out. They spent millions on some races, $64 million, $100 million, and lost. They wore out all their money. And uh, so, but the gentleman behind me made a perfect point when he said that um, Trump has been on offense and defense at the same time all through his, um, you know, political life here. He's, he's, he's kept all his promises. He's, he's done everything he can do. And plus, he's defended well. He's played offense and defense. I just want defense. you guys to let him be a living example of how you can become as well. You see how much evil he's dealing with, right? But because of the power that's in him, he's overcoming it. And they going, the children of the lie going nuts. They don't understand it. How is this happening? You know what I'm saying? And that's the same way your enemies will be around you. They will wonder, why can't I kill this one? They won't die. That's because God is with you. And you'll be fine. So let it be a good example. I got to ask this biblical question, and then I'll come to you, all right? Uh, what does the cross symbolize to you? That's the biblical question, all right? So <clears throat> you have your hand for the biblical question? Let's go to Miss 40 seconds. 30 seconds. Whoa. Uh, no, I'm giving you longer than what you want. Yeah. What does the cross symbolize to you? Um, so I did think of, I did take a moment to contemplate what it meant for me. And for me, what it meant is, you know, when Jesus was on the cross, he was asked, um, or he, he, 
I guess he was on the cross with two, and I, you know, I'm not a Bible thumper, so I'm sorry. But um, so he was on the cross, and he was with two people next to him. And you I guess, say you guess he was on the cross with two people? He was on the cross with two people next to him. And, I guess he was. <laughs> and I guess, and I, my, and so from what I recall, like, they were thieves and, uh, I don't know, sinners. And um, I, long story short, he, um, he forgave those that were next to him, and then, you know, when he looked out, to everybody, and everybody was crucifying him, and they were just calling him, you know, names, and he just went through all that torment, all that trouble, all that pain, um, you know, I guess he's, well, sorry, I don't mean to say I guess, he said, uh, you know, God forgive them for they do not know, and so for me, the cross symbolizes that moment of forgiveness that Jesus had upon, like, all the people that, you know, caused all the pain and all of the trouble in his life. So for me, that's what the cross resembles because in that moment when he was on the cross and he was pinned to the cross, he forgave everybody that brought him in that moment. And so has it helped you to see the cross in that way? I think so because... How has it helped? It, it, it made me realize the power of forgiveness. You know, when, I, when I'm aware of, of forgiveness is... You know, the moment that I forgave my mother, like that, all of that plays into that idea of the cross. I've been able to, you know, forgive my mother, and and I have a lot of peace as a result of that. Okay. And so a lot of good came out of my life knowing that forgiveness exists and that forgiveness happened when it was on the cross. Amazing. Um, nice. Levi, what does the cross symbolize to you? Um, to me, it symbolizes um, perfect love. Um it says that uh, greater love has no man than this, that he laid down his life for his neighbor. And for me, uh, Jesus gave his whole 33 years to uh, serving God and to loving us. Uh, he never made a mistake, and ultimately he was humiliated by being killed in the way that um, only robbers and thieves and criminals were killed. And through all of it, um, like she brought up, she forg- he forgave everyone, and um, he knew that he was he was willing to do it knowing that one day he'd be able to meet a bunch of people that wanted to serve him. And so how does that help you to see it that way? Um, it helps me to see it that way because I know that I have someone that's looking out for me that truly loves me and that knows what love actually is. Oh, okay. You see that boy over there with the fro? Yeah. <laughs> that's my godson. He's the one that drew the sign in my office. Oh, okay. Yeah, he lives on your street. Oh, okay, street. cool. Yeah. So that's what. Beat him up. <laughs> okay, uh, right here. What does the cross symbolize to you? For me, it symbolizes the culmination of true faith, similar to last week's question. Uh, he had a mission, and he sacrificed the wills of, well, you know, things that we don't sacrifice, the wills of the flesh and living a life that everyone else gets to live in order to complete his mission. And since he was the pioneer and perfecter of that, he went to his death for it, knowing he would go to his death for it and suffer, and still did it. I mean, even in the end, when he was troubled in the garden, uh, he asked, you know, let this cup pass from me if it's your will, but let your will be done either way. And he even said, I think, to Peter or to one of the disciples at that moment, I can call down 12 legions of angels and put a stop to this now, and I'm not going to. And so he still... Even though he had the authority and the power to stop it and to basically claim the kingdom of earth at that moment, he didn't. And he went to his death and was humiliated 
And so, and so how has that helped you to know all that? Because uh, for me and for Christians, as I've said before, we could be called to go through the same trials. We could be called to our death for this life, for this, uh, for this faith, even in today's day, age. I mean, they're calling for our beheading, so it may go that way. They may come and rip you out of your house because you don't want to comply with their control measures because of your faith. They may come and separate you and kill you, and the mobs are already doing that. So if that ends up happening, I can do that with peace and joy because Christ did it before me. Okay. Daniel, how, what does the cross symbolize to you? And then here. And then I'm going to wind it down because the time is going by so fast. Yes, Daniel. Pretty much what he said. Like he had the power to stop it, but he didn't. And just to be like a living example. Okay. Ermis want to respond? And then here? Oh, okay. Oh, amazing. We're fellowshipping. Yes, Ermis, what does the cross symbolize to you? Uh, to me, it symbolizes uh, hope, salvation, and the power. What? Uh, hope, salvation, and the power to overcome anything. And so how has that helped you to see it that way? In all those ways. What? In all those ways. In all those ways? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Right here. And then here, here, there, and we're done. Yeah. Wow. And it, this is your first time here, right? Oh, it's not? Okay. Uh, yes. To, to me, it doesn't symbolize anything. Um, wow. To me, what... I was thinking about it, I'm like, man, what would Jesus think, like, seeing crosses all over? He'd probably be like, what the... <laughs> Like y'all, y'all losing, y'all lost the the real symbol, which is what I'm talking about is the spirit, not not anything like physical, you know. So to me, it doesn't the cross doesn't symbolize anything particularly, but after being born again, what really matters is like his spirit. Okay. Yes, sir. Had you thought about this before I made it a biblical question? Nah, but I had a, a cross, like my dad gave me a cross, and I was uh, like... Uh, oh, sorry. No, I had never thought about it, but when I was, like, growing up, my dad, he's, like, big... He would always try to get me to go, go to church, and one day for my birthday, he gave me, like, a cross. You know, like, Mexicans always do that. Yeah. They'll give you, like, a cross. Mexicans love crosses. Yeah, and out of respect for my dad, I put it in my car, but I would look at it, I'd be like, what? I don't even like. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I I I see I see it two ways. Spiritually, obviously, I see it that way. But physically, when I'm seeing it, I just think of like rappers or or like white hip hop dancers. I don't know. It just so to me. It, no wonder you don't talk to your husband. Yeah. So the physical, <laughs> the physical part of it, I don't like. I don't blame like you. how he says. No, she talks okay. to me. So what now? Especially at night. But um, <laughs> so, so exactly with what oh, he please. said. You know. Okay, get a mic to her. You said enough. Um. So what does oh, the cross symbolize for me? For um, if it if it symbolized spiritually, not like physically, like. And when I'm saying it, I don't believe you need to have a cross. But spiritually, it symbolizes enduring pain. Because if 
um, God was, sorry, Jesus was able to endure the pain there for like so much that he was even saying, like he was so in pain with all of the, just physically and spiritually too, with the sins of everybody. It's like, damn, if he could have endured that much pain if, because he believed there was something better. You know, he believed that he had How so much has pain. How that help you to know it, to see it that way? That if he endured that much pain, and I'm well, just... How did it help you personally? It helped me to be able to be like, okay, stop being a wimp, you know, and just endure the pain. Because if he did it, if he did so much more, okay. you can endure that too. Like, you shouldn't be, like, so wimpy, you okay. know? Kind of like Let me take the young man over there, and then we got to end this. Thank you. Yes, sir. To me, the cross symbolizes veneration because the Romans... Symbolize what? Veneration, like Christ venerated, he won. He won the victory because the Romans put him on the cross so he would suffer because that was the most brutal way to die because you had to hang there, and it was miserable. So when he resurrected, it's almost like a mockery to the Roman system of anything can be conquered. Okay. Amazing. Yes, sir. Last word. The cross did not become a symbol by accident or because a bunch of um, Bible thumpers made it so. Jesus, when he came back from the dead, he said that, um, take up your cross and follow me. I mean, that's where it, that's where it got its um, strength from. And that's know? what it symbolized to you? Yeah. And how that, has that helped you? Well, just like the lady said next to me, it's, it means you're going to suffer. You're going to have pain. You have to deal with it. You know, deal with it straight up. Don't try to run from it. And so, but the cross is actually a symbol that Jesus himself instigated or or originated when he told them, take up your cross and follow me. All right. All right, last word. Oh, I forgot about you, man. I'm sorry. I'll run to you. Yeah. Yeah. Super quick. To me, it symbolizes the intersection of everything. It, the intersection, first of all, between spiritual and physical, because we are, we have a spiritual reality, but we live in this physical world. And so you have to live right in the middle of that, right in the middle. But it's also the intersection of good and evil. So if you live right in the middle of that and, and, and stand for what's good, you're going to be directly in the path of evil. Okay. So that that's what it is to me. And that's why why, you know, Has we're that, saying if you take up your cross you are gonna suffer because there's no way to stand up for what's right without being in the path, directly in the path of what's nice. evil. It, has that helped you to see it that way? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it helps also to you know, the idea of um of submitting to God and and, 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 and being empty and because you have to be always in a state of um there's nothing there's nothing secure about that. I mean there's nothing, it's, I don't want to say it's precarious because there is total security in, in absolute faith in God, but you're, you have to live in a no man's land, right? Um, being in that, uh, not, not purely physical and not purely spiritual and not, yeah, I don't okay. know. I'm not saying it well, but, All right. <laughs> but it does help me. Give the mic to the lady right next to you. Okay. She wanted, she's jumping up and down to tell me. How has the, uh, what does the cross symbolize to you? Um, I mean, I haven't thought about it. I mean, I it doesn't symbolize anything. I mean, what everyone's saying sounds good. 
I just don't think about it like that, I guess. I don't, oh, okay. I don't really put any emphasis on anything. So what now? I don't put any emphasis on anything. Oh, okay. I want one, but... <laughs> you want a cross? Yeah, a nice necklace, you know. <laughs> so so Anybody people can... have any extra crosses? <laughs> right here. Yes, sir. So w- what it symbolizes for me, it's uh, I like to keep things really simple. And, uh, you know, I look at what Jesus did for us, and he died for our sins. And so um, I just see it as an opportunity for everybody. That's, that's how I just see it, to return to the Father and look within. So I, that's the only thing I see is an opportunity to just to return to him. And it's, it's the love that, uh, the fact that he died for our sins and he went through all of that, that he gave us that. Uh, and does it help you to see it like that? Absolutely, yes. In what way? Um, so it, it just, it's a, like a reminder, like, you know, don't look anywhere else, but just continue to look within and the kingdom of heaven is actually very near. The kingdom of God is very near near us, and so just as a remembrance that hey, He died for our sins. That's our opportunity to 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 return to Him. Did you go up and give your mother? Yes, I did. How did it go? Uh, she was actually uh, speechless. She uh, she was uh, she had she was actually more listening, and and, and my mom has been a, a Bible thumper for. For, for a long time, and she still is till today. The worst kind. Yeah, I, I I understand. You don't want a Bible thumper mama. Yeah, and, and 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 throughout my life, she's always imposed her emotional will and thinking that she's doing God's will. And I've always like, hey, you know, I told my mother several times, hey, stop, because we all, myself and my brothers as well, we all live separately. We have our own our own apartments now. We're all separate, and she still tries to communicate with us, try to send us these, these, uh, these different, from these different pastures. And I'm like, mom, see, see what you're sending us here. You're sending us like people that, or pastors that are not really have the, the truth. And you're trying to love us in your own way. And it's not the, the right have way. Have you asked her to not sing you those things? Not yes, to, I have. And she does it anyway? Uh, she doesn't anymore. Because, oh, I'm going to say blocker. Well, <laughs> Well, because I had that conversation with her already, and I already forgave her, yeah. uh, she understands where I stand now. Nice. And if she doesn't want, and she's not okay with that, or I'm okay with that too. So nice, yeah. So the reason I asked the question about the cross, I was watching this program on some channel, and it was a bunch of Catholic priests, and that was a time when Catholic priests used to do perform. Um, what? Yes. Everybody know what that is, right? And they used to perform it. And so they were talking about that, how there was a time when Catholics used to do that. They don't do it anymore, apparently, or not as often. And the guy said, well, how are you able to do it? And the priest said, because uh, Jesus died on the cross, and he said it, it was done. It was finished. And what he meant was he defeated the devil. And the devil has no power at all. And, but he walked around the earth pretending to have power, roaring like a lion, right, when he has no power at all. So when Jesus said, it's done, he took away the sting of death from the devil so he can no longer kill anymore. The only thing, or, or take your life or whatever, right, the only thing he can do now is deceive you, and you will kill yourself. 
if he can deceive you, he can kill you because you're, you know, a lot of people are hurting themselves. They judge themselves because they believe in lie from the devil. But he has no power at all. And his children has no power at all. But if you believe he does, he will destroy you. And so when Jesus said, it is done, I like what everybody said too. So I'm not knocking that at all because I heard all that too. And that's nice, right? <laughs> but when I heard that, because this just happened last week. I was happened to be watching the program. I'm like, wow, that's deep. It is done. It's over with. Saint has no authority at all. Jesus did that when he said it is done. He he defeated Satan. So just know that Satan has no power at all. He's a liar. And his children has none. That's why they have to intimidate you in order to control you. They have to make you be afraid of words or they have to take away your stuff or want to come to your house and hurt you because they literally have no power at all. And if you stand up to them with perfect patience, you'll blow them out of the water because that spirit of Satan that's inside of them can detect the spirit of God inside of you and it's working on your behalf. All right? It has no power at all. It is done. None. Zero power. That makes sense a little bit? Yeah. And all my life I was thinking, oh, same thing you guys are thinking, so I'm not knocking it. Oh, the cross symbolized the blood. The cross symbolized whatever, right? But it did nothing for me. But when I heard just that one thing, it just, like, wow, that makes sense. But the job is done. Saint has no power. It's over with. Stop believing the lie. If he can deceive you, he will control you. He will make you jump off the bridge. He can't push you off the bridge, but he can make you so depressed, and then he'll tell you, your life is not worth anything. Go jump off the bridge. And you go jump. And then everybody lying and say, oh, they're in heaven now. You're not in heaven. <laughs> All right? He has no power. That's why God said, my children would know me by my voiceless voice, not the voice of Satan in your head or his children. All right? That makes sense? What do you think about that? I think that's good stuff. I, I just, I noticed, sorry. I just, I noticed this week that I could start watching my thoughts and I could see Satan just working away constantly. My, and my son and I both kind of told my wife, his mother, he forgave her and it didn't go well. But for oh, the you first, did? yeah, for the did first. You, after you left here? Yeah. What but, happened? Go tell him. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long two and a half hours. Wow. Um, yeah, I forgave her on Friday night because um, there was definitely some tension, and she came in and kind of asked, like, if I want to talk about anything. So I told her I know she w- she wouldn't like hearing this, but I told her that I forgave her for um, everything she's done for kind of pushing me away from my dad and always kind of being a Bible thumper. So, um, yeah, she tried to uh, – she basically just tried to, like, guilt trip me and use emotional arguments. Yeah. And then um, when I was using logical arguments, she was just telling me that I was being stuck up and that I was looking down on her. So I didn't go so well. <laughs> and then um, she kind of left because she was getting really emotional. So it worked out in a way. And then 
I wanted to go get a snack, and she kind of brought it back up again. And then she got emotional again, and it uh, didn't really go so well. But nice. Then, but uh, you stayed yeah. And the fact that you're 18 years old and overcoming that now, you avoid a lot of hell in life. Believe me. So you're blessed. That's nice. Amazing, Levi. Did you want to? Yeah. Well, I, it was just, it proved your point. Everything you said was true. She was so desperate to get control back. She's ruled by Satan. She was losing control and she went crazy. Yeah. She literally went crazy. Like she yeah. told him that I was trying to hurt him and tried to, like everything she could. And she'd keep leaving and coming back and trying again. And the first time I got a bit upset and the second time not so much. And the third time I just sat there calmly and she just kept poking, trying to get her. She was desperate to bring me back into that anger. Like she wanted, and I could just see it. Yeah. And I could stand outside of it and watch it. And it was like, it was amazing to watch. It nice. Really was. Amazing. Uh, amazing. You're a good man. Uh, yes, sir. You're right when you say the um, devil has no power over us until we believe his thought. Once we believe his thought, then he has the power to make us feel what he's feeling, you know, what his demons feel. Emotion is a demonic feeling. And so but he is not making you feel that way. The lies that you believe that come from him is causing you to think that way. He can't make you feel anything either. If you let every thought pass, and you will, if you do the silent prayer, go and forgive, then the light of God will shine through you. He gets further and further and further and further away. He has zero power. Because we, while you're growing as a son of God from a baby to an adult, you believe in thoughts and you're feeling the fears, you're feeling the doubt, but he has to give you another thought right away. Oh, the prayer didn't work. Well, you went and forgave your mother, but it didn't work. You have to go back. So he's constantly getting you to overreact, to overreact, to overreact. But if you never overreact, he has nothing. Because he can't make you jump off a bridge unless you believe his lie. Like, you're no good. Nobody like you. You might as well kill yourself. Yeah, I've always tried to suppress emotion and feeling yeah. when actually <clears throat> it was like I was a robot in believing, you know, the thought in the first place. Yeah. And then trying to suppress the feeling and thought is just... Don't suppress it's a fool's, them. It's a fool's um, fight. Yeah, don't control yeah. them. Don't suppress them. Just relax. Go to them and relax in them because it's a spiritual thing. All right. Let me take one from James. And then this young lady, we, that's it. You get the last word. All right? I'm telling you, he cannot make you jump off the bridge if you don't believe it. He can't make you feel anything if you don't believe it. That's why he gets further and further and further away as you walk in the light of God. Stay in the present. He, he has to bring you out of the present of God by telling you a false uh, idea about the future or a false idea about the past, because he can't come into the present of God. He has to bring you out of it and, and deceive you, and one thing will lead to another one. Yes? Uh, we'll read all of the Super Chats tomorrow on right. your radio show. But yeah. Jana asks on Periscope, this part I don't understand. Why are we dividing families? I think with this forgive your mother thing. I don't understand how we divide it. What do you mean by dividing well, she's not on the phone, but oh. she's, she's, we're, not <laughs> taking, not taking we're not taking calls today. Yeah. I don't, have her to call me on the radio tomorrow so okay. I can ask a follow-up question. You can tell right. her. Okay. Right here. Call me on the show tomorrow. 
What's her name? Janet. Janet. Okay. Um, I was going to ask, like, I remember on your show you said that your thoughts are from Satan, and I was wondering how you get that out of your head, because sometimes I think it's my thoughts and not his. Right. And the way you get it out of your head, you have to stop being angry. Don't let anything be so important that it'll make you angry. If it makes you angry, let it go, because Satan lives, he deceives off with anger. His nature is that of, uh, it's evil. Anger is evil. It's the same as hate. Uh, resentment, they just gave it a new name down through the years. It used to be called hate, but they, they uh, changed it. So don't let anything be so important to you that it makes you angry. So if your friends don't want to play with you, don't get angry. Oh, okay, fine. I don't need it. And if your mother say, go wash the dishes, and you're like, no, I don't feel like it right now. She said, well, you're not going to get any candy. You said, that's fine. I don't want any. <laughs> and that way she can't control you alright so don't let uh, anger control you you'll be fine you won't live in your head so how do I know that I don't have anger like how I know that I'm not angry at that time because when you're not angry you won't overreact if someone called your name it wouldn't bother you at all or if your mother say you're not or your father say you're not going to the store you have to stay home don't overreact because you can only you, you feel anger, but when you don't overreact, you won't feel it. It won't be a problem. All right. Thank you. So, have you forgiven your mother for being impatient with you yet? I mm, know not yet. Only my father. I'm sorry. Only my stepfather. I mean, not my my just my. Speaking to the mic for me. Only my bio biological father. You forgave your biological father. For what? What did he do? Well, he ha I called on the show, and um, he had me at a wet lock. Oh, you called the show? Oh, you did? Amazing. <laughs> so you forgave him for having you out of wet lock? Yes. Nice. That way you won't ever have babies out of wet lock. <laughs> All right? Because you won't, be, you won't be like him. So when your mother yell at you, just say, hey, mom, calm down. You're acting like Satan. <laughs> <laughs> All right? And don't be mad at her. She can't help it. But once you forgive her mother, then she will get over that anger. All right? Good question. Anything else for me? Um, no. Okay. So just forgive your mother. You're All right? Nice. Okay. Did that help a little bit about the crossing? Who said that? Oh. All right? So the job is done. Christ has redeemed us. He brought us back. He owned us now. So all these lies and fears and doubts and worry and up and down emotionally, it's all a lie. There's no power in that at all. So when people call white people racist or whatever, let them call you racist. When they call me the N-word, yeah, N-word. <laughs> Uncle Tom sell out really it just rolls off of that has no meaning because those are children of Satan and they can only control you if they can get a reaction from you alright even with wives and husbands the way they control one another is to get a reaction they either make you feel bad or they make you feel good either way they have control of you alright so Relax. Do the silent prayer. 
forgive and you'll be amazed at how life is. But you must be born again of God. You've got to overcome your mother. You're born of the physical. Now it's time to be born of the spirit. Anybody that's born of the mother is dying. Those who have been born of the spirit is living. All right? So watch yourself. Forgive and you'll be fine. All right? Does this help a little bit? Okay. Um, so we're out of time. And I'm ending on time, right? Irma's applauding. Amazing. I'm like this. So thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. So if you need it, call the office or go to the website. Uh, we're doing it by Skype or you can come in or by phone, either way. So it doesn't matter where you are. Oh, anybody, you have a Bible, right? I want you to read Romans 2, verse 1 and 2 for me. So any events or anything this week? Nothing's happening. Be calm about the election. Those who voted for Donald Trump, relax and see what happened. And those who voted for Joe Biden, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I I said on on a tweet this morning that somebody told Joe Biden that he won uh, the president, and and what what was the other thing? And he believed it. it. (laughs) Somebody said, "Oh, Joe, you won." He's like, "Oh, cool." (laughs) He doesn't know if he won or not. He just believed it because he's see now. Anyway, don't forget to donate to Bond. I do appreciate it. And uh, thank you all for everything. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you all for coming as well. I appreciate it. Okay. So, so what I wanted... Oh, yeah. Don't cut it off yet. You Read said Ro- Romans 1 through and 2. Romans 2, 1 and 2? Ro- Romans chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. Okay. You, therefore, have no excuse... You who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself, because you who pass judgment do the same things. Now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. Is that Roman uh, chapter 2? Yeah. 12. 12, 1 and 2. Oh, 12, 1 and 2. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I wrote down 2 and still got it wrong. I'm sorry about that. Chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Okay. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer... Hermes, can you have them to go outside or something? Okay. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve of what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amazing. Your mind will be renewed, and then you will be able to uh, keep the commandments. God wants you to be holy, and a person that's sinning is not holy. All right, so don't let anyone tell you that you can be a son or a daughter of God and still sin. They're lying to you. All right, they're demoralizing you so they can control you because you cannot control a renewed mind. He will renew your mind. All right, so just be cool. 
observe, and you'll be fine. All right, thank you. Okay, thank you all very much. Joel is coming with the basket, and uh, Jay with the credit card.